All-Ireland Business Foundation, this is Elaine Carl bringing you AIBF Business Talk. AIBF is an independent national body tasked with enterprise development and the promotion of best-in-class businesses as business all-stars. Today, I catch up with Maureen Keane of Clare Family Resource Centre, a voluntary organisation with charitable status who, for the past 20 years, have supported families and children in Clare through the provision of accessible, affordable, high-quality childcare in a warm, caring and safe environment. They are a child-centred organisation helping children in their care to achieve their full potential. Thank you so much for joining me on AIBF Business Talk today, Maureen. Maureen, in terms of business, there's an awful lot of, you know, really good businesses that are social enterprises and, you know, charitable organisations in our communities that are doing fantastic work. And I think that Clare Family Resource Centre and Creche, based out in Ennis, is actually one of those. Can you tell us a little bit more about, you know, what you do at Clare Family Resource Centre and, and who you serve? I so we serve, well, I suppose, Clare Family Resource Centre was established in 1996 and it was the first community crash really in Ireland, would you believe it? And a, a crowd of women, uh, mothers decided they needed that to get their children looked after to go back to work. And they decided their ethos would be to get lone parents back into the workforce and also bring their children. And that's what they did. And it's developed on since that. So all these lone parents came on, worked here and uh, trained themselves to be childcare workers. And they, in Clare, Clare Family Resource Centre, developed the first childcare course, which was a long time ago. Now it's your level five and level six childcare. So uh, that's what we did. And all the lone parents came in, single mothers came in and we trained them to be childcare workers. And now they're gone on to be level six, level five and level eight workers. And now they're doing a fantastic job here 22 years later. And we look after all the children from all the different community walks of life. And, and it's an open door policy and whoever comes in. Fantastic. And I suppose over the years, we've learned that the most important thing is childcare to get a mum and dad to work, especially over in the COVID period, we've recognised that we've now become very valuable and we're in every conversation on the news. Fantastic. No, and, and I know myself, you know, as a parent, as a working mother, how important it is to have, you, you know, the availability and have a service like that in the community. But I think actually how you started is, is a magnificent story in itself, Maureen. So to think that, you know, not only did you provide a facility for mothers and parents in particular, um, you know, to get back to work, you know, after having children and whatnot back into the workforce, but also you recognise the need to provide employment as well to a certain Absolutely. sector, which was brilliant. And to, you know, so just how did that all come about? That's well, it was just that uh, I suppose uh, two friends of mine had been uh, lived abroad and they had seen the different types of childcare because Ireland were a little bit backward in childcare. We'd be considered the bottom of the list where in other European countries, childcare is very prominent and given long term off to parents, parental leave and sometimes half paid leave. And these two ladies had come from a country which was childcare was a priority to get mum and dad back to work. So they had lots of good ideas and working with myself, we decided we would work that. So we, we went to the Department of Social Protection, which is called, which was called FOSS at the time, and, and we've asked them to run a community employment scheme for lone parents and young mothers to come and work and train to be childcare workers and bring their children. And that's how we started. 
Fantastic. So we started off on a community employment scheme, would you believe? And at that stage, we had about 36 staff, would you believe it? And now we still have, we still run a community employment scheme. Fantastic. And it gives a great sense of purpose as well, because as you said, not only were you providing the childcare facility, but also a big barrier to come back to education to work can be the, you know, how accessible and affordable is it? Um, yeah, they were all young mothers, you know, Elaine, mm. the young mothers who are still with me, you know, I one girl who, yeah, still with me and their children are growing up, you know, and we've had sometimes their grandchildren coming. They were young mothers, very young, maybe 17 or 18, had no place to go, minding a baby or 20, 21. So it's worth their way out, getting out into the world, uh, meeting other people and bringing their children with them. But what, I, what is so admirable as well is actually giving them that, that doorway to formal education, you know, through the level fives and level sixes and that. And I knew the confidence was gone. Yeah, 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 yeah. The confidence was gone and we had to do a lot of confidence building. And the more they did, the better and more confident they got. Yeah. Brilliant. So it's an absolutely fantastic model. And then just coming back to the community that you serve. So you're based out in Innes in County Clare. Um, and how many how many children would you be serving now, Maureen? Approximately about 150. Wow. Yeah, I don't know. I actually, we won't count them this morning because they're coming in fast and furious because we're like a school now, really. Everyone comes in the first week of September. I'm sure you know yourself. Probably so we have that have, we have 98 on ECC starting this morning, which was entitled to 38 weeks free in the year from 9 to 12. You know what I mean? Brilliant. So there's a huge cohort. And again, like that's an, an, an absolute fantastic service that you're providing. And then with regard to the quality of the service and, and all of that, you know, from an education provider, you're known as one of the best, Maureen. Yes, we would be very progressive and we'd have every, we're always uh, used as an example for whatever, to, as we're always way ahead of everybody else in childcare. And we're always brought, Mary I uh, recognises us very much because we're very progressive in all our childcare needs. Yeah. You really are, you really are forward thinking and, you know, in, in that respect, you know, Maureen, just I suppose, you know, because I'm a mother as well, and I have a very vested interest in the whole topic of childcare and, you know, assess, accessibility and everything. What would you like to see change? You know, we are coming into a budget time as well here in the government. What, you know, what would be maybe the best policy changes that will be implemented that you feel would serve, you know, the, the communities in this respect? I've thought about this long and hard, really, and I've researched it and I went to all the different countries. And I suppose uh, I, it's very hard because we're in a different Ireland now. We're in a very educated Ireland now. Mm-hmm. We're in one, you know, high percentage go to college, high percentage go back to work. We're not back in the 70s or 80s when mum stayed at home. And I think we need to move with that system, you know, because all of a sudden you, Elaine, got, you went to college and, and you know, you need to identify the needs of the people in the country, like all the different European countries. Maybe if you wanted to stay home until your child was over a year, maybe half pay. You know, maybe come up with different, move with the times, in other words, because childcare is very important because it's the most formative years of a child's life. And if they're not in the proper setting, it's a very bad start for them. You know what I mean? So I think we need to sit down carefully and look at the country has changed. The, our educational status has changed. We're different people to we were 30 or 40 years ago. And uh, so it needs, we need, a, we need to have a sit down with us, the providers, and tell us what that we need to see a different format for us because parents need to be encouraged and providers need to be looked after. Mm-hmm. Need to be looked after financially as well because everything we look for, it's, some, it's like begging. 
It's like begging for this and begging for that. And we're constantly being audited. I, I get three audits in the year. I get a Tuesday audit, I get a Pubble audit, and I get a Dish audit. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And, you know, it's just that we're always looked down on as the poor neighbor, I suppose, to the teachers. Yeah. yeah. They need to format it properly. You know, look at people who, who the systems work very well you know, and come up with a, a solution because we've come up with loads of solutions during COVID and all of a sudden it was the first time childcare was prior to prioritise. It was the first time we were looked after in my 25 years of working here. Right. And hopefully that, that is there to stay and hopefully that will be reflected on again, you know, like the healthcare sector, I think, you know, such an instrumental part, Maureen, of all of our lives. And, you know, you mentioned something that the formative years in a child's you know, upbringing and being looked after and education are just so, so important that really we need to be able to invest the due resources that that deserves into that sector. But also, I think on the other side, Maureen, is to make sure that the staff and the people working in it and who have chosen this after. area as a career are properly looked after in given that and given that deserved recognition. I would be looked down on when people come in to audit my accounts for how much I pay the girls. Mm -hmm. I've overpaid them, which I find an insult to yeah, because these girls go in every day, and I don't hear what we'd have. You know, they change nappies, they look after them, crying, you know, soothe them, look after them. They're looking seventy percent of the child's life is probably spent here every day. Yeah, at a certain age. Yeah, yeah, and it shouldn't be reflected bad on the mother who has gone to college and gone out and doing her job, or father, or whoever wants her. When you know, they shouldn't feel guilty because they drop in. They should have good service to drop their child into. Yeah. Absolutely. So high quality, affordable, good, you know, community childcare, based yeah. child care and service. But as well as that, I think, you know, and, you know, I, I'm seeing myself now with children at three different stages within a school pickup. So I've actually got three pickups. Right, um, yeah. day, and that's a challenge in itself. But to be able to have a facility like yours in the community that can, you know, alleviate some of those pressures that are on a working parent, you know, are invaluable. Exactly. It's because, you know, you probably have a two o'clock now you have a three o'clock and you probably have a four o'clock for secondary Absolutely. school so it's important that you have a service to support you mm -hmm. and i suppose the other thing that drives me a little bit around the bend is children and parents families with, with children with additional needs and how do you serve you know, those uh, you know you, well, you we try our best and we go over the top because you know yourself if uh, we're very lucky to everyone to have a good family are safe and secure but a mother that comes in or a parents that comes in with a child with additional needs I mean they're fighting a losing battle mm -hmm. I mean they have to be a certain age to be assessed there's a parent here recently and I'll give you an example has decided to move back out of England to England and back to England back to Dubai because the system doesn't support them for their children which is sad and which is regrettable because it Speech is a fantastic is two years to... down the road two years waiting list and if you're private, you're probably getting six months. Yeah, there's a That's big disjoint there. Isn't it? And as I said before, it's the format of years. And if you don't get in, it's called get in quick and get out mm -hmm. fast. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So, Maureen, look, you're doing fantastic work down there um, in Care Family Resource Centre. I think that you really are a role model for other community-based, you know, such facilities. I think to look up to. And I think, look, the fact alone that you're over two decades down there, but that so many of your staff have you know gone on have trained but have forged really good careers for themselves you know um yeah. working and within an area that they're obviously so passionate about and brought pro and brought um 
jobs to the community. I mean, brought jobs to Ennis and they've, yeah, supported the community as well in other ways. You know what I mean? Like, you know, buying and, houses. And, yeah, and, yeah. And look, by having 150 children in your care, you're freeing up perhaps, you know, 60 or 70 households, you know, for yeah. additional income by allowing the other, you know, the parents to be yeah. out, you know, working if there's an average of two children per household with you. Maureen, it's been an absolute pleasure chatting to you today. I know that I myself will also be listening very keenly to, you know, any changes or, or additional supports which will be forthcoming in the budget. I, I personally look forward to, to hearing more. Um, and thank you so much for sharing your story and your journey with all of our listeners here today on AIBF Business Talk. Thank you for listening to AIBF Business Talk today. I really do hope you enjoyed listening in. To find out more about the All-Ireland Business Foundation and the work that we do, especially the Business All-Stars program, just go to www.aibf.ie. Remember, never put off until tomorrow what you can do today. Until next time, from your host, Elaine Carroll. Goodbye.